right. Fed, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Benjamin. Great stuff. Just for those listening, Fed is a fellow indie hacker and founder of The Hive Index and Gummy Search. Just to get us started, easy question out of the gate. What is Gummy Search and, and how did you start it? Thanks, Benjamin. So Gummy Search is my audience research tool for Reddit. It helps people find online communities for any niche interest group profession. And it helps people search those conversations for things that might be insightful to their business. You can think of it kind of like an advanced search for Reddit. And right now, the primary use cases that people are using it for are to come up with business ideas for unmet needs in particular markets, to validate business ideas and do research on competitors, to do research on what people in those communities value, to come up with content ideas, and also to to find customers from online communities on Reddit that are talking about pain points that a SaaS product might solve, but those people talking about them might just not know about the current solutions out there. So that's the idea behind Gummy Search. I actually came up with it as a personal project because I have another product called the Hive Index, which is a directory of online communities. And I wanted to find a way to promote that product on Reddit. This was before I wanted to spend any marketing budget, before I I had the time for my SEO to kick in. And so I uh, essentially wrote some scripts to find conversations on Reddit where I could plug this other project of mine. And uh, over the last about year, that's turned into a tool that other people use to do the same and more. Yeah, fantastic. I was super keen to get you on the podcast because myself and a whole other bunch of marketers are maybe not scared is the right word, but intimidated by the flaming that you can get by marketing (laughs) on Red. I think everyone's had an experience where they've posted a link or made a comment and then got howled down in anger. So to that point, I'm curious to know what should people really expect out of Reddit when it comes to promoting a SaaS tool? You know, what what you just described there as having that one bad experience where, you know, maybe you post a link that you shouldn't have and you get downvoted, people say mean things to you, you get banned from a subreddit. I hear that story all the time and and so much so that I I almost feel like it's part of my job not to just build a product but to educate startup founders and marketers on how to do Reddit well. Because those that get it right, those that can tap into the beauty of Reddit, which is 130,000 active communities that are already segmented by interest groups, by all the different types of people that you could potentially be targeting with your products or your business. That's a wonderful thing if you can if you can harness that power. But so many people make a Reddit account for their company. They they join what they think is the perfect subreddit. They post uh, about their company and then they just get banned from the sub from the number one rule, which is no self-promotion. So t- today I'm, I'm happy to, to chat a little bit about what it takes to avoid those pitchforks, what, what people do respond to well on Reddit when it comes to self-promotion and the different ways that has worked for myself and my my users to, you know, to do it right. Got it. So zooming out here, what would you say is the the overall strategy or, or approach people need to keep in mind for a more promotional aspect? So they're looking for customers or they're looking to promote content. 
So I, I would say there's there's three main ways that you can reach people on Reddit. And the the first way that everyone usually goes to is making a post of their own. That's the obvious solution. That's it's a forum. That's what it is. Everyone's allowed to post, but that and that has great payoffs. If you can have your post almost like go viral in this community, you're going to get a lot of eyeballs on it. But for people starting out, that's not actually where I would recommend starting. The second option is commenting on other people's posts. And this is really important because when you first join the community, you essentially have no no cred. Reddit's system of credibility is the karma and a brand new account that has zero karma is it has red flags around it. That's that's what people look out for. If you make uh, there are some communities where if you join and that day you make a post of your own, that post will just get taken down because the community doesn't trust anyone that has less than 10 karma, for example. So how do you build up karma? You comment on other people's posts, you contribute to the conversation. And this is a really good way to to also find promotional opportunities because a lot of those conversations on Reddit are people complaining about their pain points, people asking for solutions, they're asking for help. And if you are a startup founder or a marketer that has a particular solution, more likely than not, a lot of those questions that people are posing to the community, you can actually help out with. So my preferred method of you know, promoting products on Reddit is helping people find your solution. If you can find those conversations, you can add a you know, your thoughtful insight, you can help them out, and then you can also point them towards your product. And if you do it in a way where it's not, uh, where it's thoughtful, then it's it's a win-win-win situation. You help the person to ask the question, you win because you help them find your product, and then you also introduce your product to the rest of the community that could be reading that thread. So that's a way that I typically recommend people to to start if they're thinking about promoting their own products on Reddit. And then last lastly, the, the third method is through the direct messaging, which is pretty similar to, to what I described with option number two, but you obviously only have conversation with just one person. And so it's a lot more about them rather than promoting to the rest of the community as well. Got it. For those listening, I've actually tried Gummy Search and I see that you can basically profile the communities that you might be interested in, see what conversations are going on by keywords. So say I've identified a conversation about a particular issue that I could potentially help with. Is it as simple as, you know, try to post the most authentic and helpful comment to that particular thread possible and then plug your link on the end of that? Or are you trying to do something more complicated, like a one-two punch, if you will, where you comment, and then if they reply, then you send them to your tool? Or do you have any strategies around this? It's a little bit of both. I would say that having the same canned response to every single conversation that comes up that could be related to you, that's something that people will see through. Anyone can click on your Reddit profile. If they look at it, and they see that you're just writing the same thing over and over again, then you know they they, they see what your intentions are. Whereas if you actually take a little bit of time to to read the conversation, to see uh, to see what the problem is, to empathize with the person, and then to quickly add your value, and then later on say, "Hey, if you wanna if you wanna know more, here's a product you can take for a free trial, or here's a blog post that I wrote about it." That's usually received, you know, very very well, and that's typically what I do. What I what I do is for for Gummy Search, I track about 
20 different kinds of conversations. And that's related to, or 20 different keywords for several different kinds of conversations, like pain points that people are discussing, like desired outcomes, like competitor names, like my own brand name. And then I just chime into those conversations. And it's actually a lot easier to come up with keywords to to track on Reddit. The more that you the more that you do it, the more that you get into it, and the more that your product matures and the more that you know what resonates with people. For example, one of the use cases that I described for Gummy Search is idea validation. And I find that on Reddit there's so many people that say, hey, I have this, I have this idea. How do I validate it? I have a, a blog post about idea validation. And it, it's a very, very easy thing for me to just go ahead and plug. People read it, they enjoy it, they trust me. Some of them sign up for the product. That's a very safe way of doing marketing on Reddit, for example. Do you try to break up how often you plug your tool per number of posts or you just sort of do it by judgment? I really don't. I think that's an important thing to do if you're making posts of your own. And usually when, let's say, for example, a moderator of a community looks at your Reddit profile, they look at they look at the posts that you're making. And if you're always just posting the same promotional content, that's a big red flag. For comments, the reason that I like it is that it's a lot less moderated. And so you don't really have to worry about it as much. There are still some communities that are really strict on it that will call you out for promoting in the comments, but subreddit moderators already have a really tough job to do. And they mostly spend their time on moderating the submissions and not, not the comments. So I, I personally don't kind of throttle it or think about it too much. If I see a conversation that I can help out with, I just jump in. And maybe the reason that I have that confidence and don't need to worry about slowing down is because I know that I'm only replying to relevant conversations. And I know that I'm re- replying in a way that people typically appreciate. Got it. Fantastic. How do you judge between different types of triggers? So for example, you mentioned people talking about pain points or use cases or blog posts, etc. Do you find that certain triggers are much better opportunities for commenting than others? I haven't seen much of, of a difference. I think that uh, maybe the way that you the way that you respond might be different. For example, if someone is complaining about a pain point or they're asking for they're asking for a certain kind of outcome, then you could, you know, give them your thoughtful response and then and then maybe add some content at the end. If someone is asking for a solution, let's say a product category, for example, if you have a SEO keyword tool, that's a little easier to track when you just when people are asking, hey, what are the best SEO keyword tools out there? They're typically expecting a list of responses. And I think in that case, you're going to be providing a direct link to your product and then most likely saying, hey, this is something that I built just to kind of put it out there to make sure that people don't think that you're being sneaky. So I guess I guess the, the answer to that question is the way that you, what it is that you're promoting, your content, your advice, or your product directly will probably be determined by the kind of question that is being asked in the community forum. Very fair. Makes a lot of sense. Going back to the posting. So say you've created an account, you've started engaging a lot with the content that's there by writing helpful comments and adding a plug here and there. When should you feel comfortable 
posting directly to the subreddit? After you've read the subreddit rules, every subreddit is like a unique microcosm of its own. And they have different terminology. They have they have different rules. They have a different culture around moderation. Different culture around around posting and what's required in your post. And it's it's really not one one size fits all. So I would say you find your community. You make sure that you build up some credibility by answering comments and then re- read the rules. And if there's nothing in the rules that says that you shouldn't make your post, then you should go ahead and do it. And most subreddits will will say no self-promotion, which is, yeah, it's, it's the most common rule in, in all communities. And I think it, it's necessary to be there. Otherwise, the communities won't be as valuable a place as what, as what they should be. But I think that there are ways that you can make a somewhat promotional post, but not in a way where it's blatant. For example... If you have a product and it solves a particular problem, you could post about that problem. Don't make the post be about your product, but be about the people that you're helping, how they currently face the problem. Maybe ask ask some questions, ask to talk to them. That's a much, much less direct way of promoting your product or getting getting in touch with your target audience. There are some communities where for example, the the startup communities, there's about like 20 of entrepreneurship founder communities. And those communities, it's, it's a little bit easier to post your own product, but it's more, uh, it's much, much better well received if you are also sharing your story. Don't just say, hey, here's my product. This is what it does. But say, I built this product to solve this problem, you know, for myself or for others. Here's been my journey. Let's let's talk about the community. And that's usually received pretty well. Got it. It it reminds me of one of my favorite posts in Reddit is actually someone who who wrote a very long post about how they, you know, use different strategies to promote their content. And I think it's one of the most upvoted posts in one of the marketing groups of all time. And it's still quite old, actually. I'm surprised there's been no other post that's eclipsed it. But they try to put all the value inside the post. They didn't link out to anything to say, hey, this is where you get the value. They just put it all in the post and they had a few contextual links in there to themselves. Is that an example of what you're talking about or something different? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, I think that the the most important thing is that you're adding more to the community than you take. And so there are, if you want to play it completely safe, I would say don't drop your link in the in the actual submission of the post that you're making, but just try to make it be something that people want to read, that people who want to have a conversation around. And there are still opportunities for you to take the most interested people and to bring them to your to bring them to your site. the The ways that you could do that are, you know, in your post at the very end, you could say, "Hey, you know, I write more about these topics, you know, here on my blog." Go check it out if you want. That's not very blatant. Or you could add a comment on your own posts and you could give a little bit more context. Maybe this is something that you do after you after the post starts taking off. It's it'll be easier for you as the author of the post to get the top comment. So once once you see it starts moving, add a comment, say, hey, by the way, if it if you need any more context, here's the website that I'm talking about, here's the product, you know, ask me anything you want about about this. Or Lastly, you could not even mention your product at all, but just have it be something that's in your bio on your profile. For those people that are really interested in what you have to say, they might look at your 
post history, what else you're talking about, and they'll look at your bio. And if you have a your product name there, then people might come to check you out that way. Yeah, very cool. For the comments and the posts, do you find that there are any styles of writing that are more adapted to Reddit? So for example, image heavy or dot points or long paragraphs, anything like this? Yeah, I'll answer that question differently for comments and and for posts. For comments, I would say there's two kind of styles that work really well on Reddit. One of them is empathetic and really understanding what the person is is talking about what they're what they're, what they're feeling through and just really you know trying to help them out also some some snarky comments depending on the depending on the subreddit some people like appreciate that i think that's what reddit's known for and that's you know some people get intimidated by that but really the unfiltered view is is what really makes reddit valuable you know it's it's moderated by the community if you post something and the community doesn't like it, then it goes down or people make fun of you. And I know that that's a little scary initially, but that's actually a good thing in the long run. You get you don't get people lying to you. You get you get the real opinions. So that's kind of the different styles on the comments on the posts. I would say there's a couple things that work more than others. One of them is really being a human and just telling a story, maybe your own personal story. One of my most favorite Reddit submissions, it was from this indie hacker named Josh who had a movie app and it's an app that recommended movies that you should watch based off of the person that you're watching it with. And he had this post that got him like, I want to say like 20,000 new users just from one Reddit post. And he posted in a big, in a big movie subreddit and he didn't say, Hey, I built this app. It lets you do this and this and this. He said, hey, I built this app because I had a tough time finding movies that both my girlfriend and I watched. And so he made he made it personal. He's promoting, but he made it personal and he told a story with it. It, it drew some emotion and it blew up and literally 20,000 users just from one Reddit post. That's pretty that's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's kind of one thing that I always recommend people is, you know, don't be a robot. Don't be a company with a Reddit account. Be a human that also runs a company. And then but besides that, the there are some there's some things that work on other platforms that are, that go the same for Reddit. For example, you know, posting an image, making it be something that's visually appealing, posting a video, that's all kind of stuff that people tend to react more to, especially if they're just scrolling through their feed. What can you do to catch their attention? And having pretty visuals definitely helps. Got it. When it comes to personal accounts versus corporate accounts. Do you ever recommend using your actual name as a handle or is it generally a, a bad idea? I, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's a bad idea. I think that it's a little more atypical traditionally because most of Reddit is anonymous. So most of the handles you'll see are just people coming up with their their forum usernames. But I do see more and more people these days actually having their their full name as the Reddit handle like they do on their other social media profiles. So I wouldn't advise against it. What I, what I definitely would advise against is having your handle be the name of your company. That will never sit well with people. In fact, there's it's Reddit's either code of conduct. I believe they have a website that literally, literally says, don't be a company with a Reddit account. 
be a Reddit account with a company. And so, yeah, I, I definitely would, even, even if you already started your account, I, I would go ahead and make a new one just, just to not have it be the name of your company. Got it. Switching gears a little bit, but I just wanted to make sure we covered it. You had a third technique here, which was to engage in DMs. What's the strategy behind this? Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty similar when it comes to the trigger for for getting in touch with someone. If if someone is making posts about something that you can help with, then you uh, you can reach out to them on their post directly or in a DM. There's pros and cons of both. In the DMs, you can obviously have more of a conversation, more of a back and forth. You can really, really get to know them. You can hear their their objections. You can get their specific needs. The, the pros of doing it in a comment on their post is that you get to potentially reach more people. And so it really just depends on what you need in that moment. But the way that I kind of think about it is... Because I, I obviously this is a this is a pretty big part of my distribution strategy for for both of my products, and as I mentioned, I track about twenty different keywords that are related to my product. And every single day, what I do is I just log into my Gummy Search account, and I see all of the new conversations that are related to me, and I quickly just take ten minutes to to reply to them. And my very very rough decision making process as to where do I comment or, or do I DM? It's based off time, based off of how old that post is. If you just posted a really relevant you know, Reddit submission within the past hour and no one's commented on it yet, but it's exactly related to what I, what I do as a business, I will go ahead and comment on it and try to get that top comment, try to get as much visibility as possible. Let's say I'm a little late to viewing that conversation and maybe 12, 24 hours have already passed. And there's already some people that have dropped their comments and some people that, you know, some of the top comments might be something that still resonates with, with my business, with my product. If I, at that point, contribute to the conversation, it might be tough for me to get that top comment. It might be tough for me to get that, the biggest visibility, but I can just comment on another top comment that resonates and basically still stay at the top of, of the view for people. And then lastly, Let's say I get to the post, I find a post, and it's over two days old. Most likely, no one new is looking at it. And if I comment on it, I'll get the attention of whoever commented on it, but probably no one else. And so at that point, I might as well, you know, have a direct conversation. And then at that point, I'll just DM someone. I'll say, hey, looks like you were looking for a way to validate your new business idea. Did you find it? Or are you still looking for solutions? And typically with such a personalized message for something that someone has posted, you get a very good response rate and then you can have a, a good conversation in the direct messaging feature. Got it. That's a very tactical decision tree, you know, so you, you're looking for the post. If it's about an hour old or less, you're trying to get that first post, add the value straight away. If it's a little bit older, you're trying to get close to the first post, I guess, by engaging on one of the best performing comments, perhaps. It is it is tactical and it comes it comes from doing this for the for the past year uh, and and you know kind of figuring out what works experimenting myself and now just helping others do the same helping others unlock Reddit. Fantastic. In terms of starting those DM conversations, you made one example before, which was saying, "Hey, I saw you posted about X. Did you find the solution, or are you still looking? Did you find that there were any other sort of 
message combinations that you use that also work well? I haven't experimented as much there. I typically, I typically just try to increase the highest chance of the initial first first response. I think that whenever you send someone a, a an unsolicited private message, even though in this case it's it's somewhat solicited because because that person is talking about a topic that you're theoretically an expert in. Whenever you're sending an unsolicited message, some people will instantly kind of just put their blinders up and, and say, I, you know, I don't want someone selling to me in, in a chat. And some people will be very open to it as long as you are actually hitting upon what it is that they're looking for. So my my strategy there is usually just to kind of keep it short and sweet and ask if they found ask if they found their solution, ask if ask if they're still looking for something. Typically that answer is yes, I'm still I'm still looking and then I can go ahead once I have them responding, then I can go ahead and give a little bit more of a pitch, which usually isn't a very hard sell. I say, hey, I built this tool that solves this problem you're talking about. It's free to try if you want to give it a shot. You know, I'm here open for feedback. And that's typically received very, very well. Yeah, got it. Just so people have a bit of a, a benchmark to compare against, how much rejection should they expect in DMs? That would depend on you. To be honest, I I never get like a... Eh, no, actually, never never is not a right word there. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I will get a, oh, that's not exactly what I'm looking for. Or I'm looking for something that has, you know, this and this and this, which you don't have. But it's it's pretty it's pretty rare in my case. I think that it completely depends on what it is that you have as a business, what it is that your product does, and how easy is it for someone to understand its value without you having to you know, kind of force feed it down their throat. So if your product has a free trial, if you have content that shows the that shows the value that is easy for someone to digest, then theoretically, you should not be receiving many no's and, and people should just appreciate for the most part that they called out to the world for help. And then someone is coming to, to help them out. Got it. I think that's a very fair way to look at the situation. Not to put you on the spot, but I'd be interested to know, say if you had to build a Reddit strategy for another SaaS tool, you mentioned the daily routine of about 10 minutes scanning for posts, looking for common opportunities. What else would you add to this process? I think that that depends on what stage your business is in. And as I mentioned, you know, Gummy Search is an audience research tool and it's not it's not only used for people that are looking for people to sell to. That's that's one of the segments. But in the early days, you might just be ideating solutions. You might know, hey, I want to serve this customer type. Let's say podcasters. You find all the podcasting communities. And if you just want to come up with a business, then what I would recommend is you're, you're doing a lot more reading than, you know, than commenting or, or DMing people. You're reading the pain points people are talking to. You're reading for where people are asking for solutions, where people are seeking alternatives to other products, and mostly just taking notes for yourself and saving interesting conversations, trying to, trying to find trends. Then once you do have a solution in mind, you want to, you want to validate it. So you want to talk to some people that face this, face this problem in that phase, I would say you are doing a mix of posting and reaching out to people and asking to interview them. So you might post about the pain point that you're trying to solve 
and and say, hey, does anyone experience this? Like, I'm working on something to, to help you out with this problem. Does anyone want to talk to me? At the same time, you can find historical conversations of people that have mentioned this pain point or mentioned this need and just reach out to them probably in the DMs and say, hey, are you still facing this problem? Like, I'm working on a solution for you. Do you want to chat about it? So that's kind of the, the idea of validation phase. Once you do have a solution, you have validated it and you know what pain points trigger it, you know how people talk about it, then you can do what we've been talking about this whole time, which is, you know, track new conversations and then and then contribute to them in a way that promotes your business and helps people out. At some point, you might reach a stage where it's not, you know, where you might not want to be doing this manual action, even though it only really takes a couple minutes a day to do it. At some point, you might want to grow in other ways. And so in that case, you can still use the conversations having online communities to your benefit. You can figure out what people are talking about, what people are asking questions about, and you can write content that answers those questions. That's one of the kind of emerging use cases of Gummy Search is as like a keyword research tool, almost. Instead of figuring out what are people, you know, searching for, what can I, what can I rank for, people, people go directly to the source and say, what kind of questions are there that are unanswered? And then content writers can then kind of get a jump on the competition and be the first to answer those questions based off of the conversations happening in the communities at that moment, as opposed to, you know, nine months from now when certain SEO keywords start ranking. So, yeah, I guess that's that's a long-winded way of of saying it depends. But the the strategy, the, the idea is the same no matter what stage you're in you are staying in touch with the needs of the online communities full of your target customers at whatever stage you're in. Yeah, fantastic. Actually, going back to the validation stage, curious to know, when you write these posts, do you suggest staying broad and and trying to invite people to talk to you? Or do you suggest trying to do, for example, a series of polls where you really narrow down on a few things? So personally, I recommend talking to people. I know that there's a lot of like surveys that, that go around and I think that's a good way to get some information, but you're not going to get, you're not going to get the nuanced information that is actually necessary in the, in the survey, unless, unless you're an expert at making these user persona, user research surveys, which most people are not, I would recommend doing two things. <laughs> Number one is know how to conduct a user research interview if you haven't read it yet, the book that I recommend people is called The Mom Test. It describes this kind of phenomenon that if, if you have a startup idea and you ask your mom, hey, mom, I have this idea. You know, do you think it's a good one? Your mom is going to say yes. And so the, 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 le- the lesson there, your mom is going to say, yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to crush it, baby. You know, you're, you're, you're going to do fine. But the, the lesson there is that people don't want to offend you. People don't want to hurt your feelings. And so if you just put yourself out there like that, they're probably going to lie to you just to make you feel good. And so the way that you actually get valuable information out of out of someone is is asking them questions. Don't give up your solution, but know know what questions to ask. I actually have as I mentioned I have I have a blog post on the Gumby Search blog that describes the different stages of the idea validation process through interviews and you know initially you figure out what the pain points are, what your solution is and you figure out the questions that you need to ask in order to invalidate the risks of your solution, the product, the market, and the, and the channel risks. 
And then you can go ahead and, and ask these ask these questions and figure out exactly how your target customers think about the problem, how it makes them feel, how they currently solve this problem, if they currently solve this problem, and what are the steps necessary to, to actually implement a new solution. I think that in a survey, you might get some idea of, do you care about this problem? But that last bit that I just mentioned about like, what software do you currently use? What do we need to integrate with? What is your workflow like? You're not likely to, to get that out of a Google form. So I just recommend talking to people. Yeah, very useful. I'll make sure to put a link to that post in the show notes as well. Second last question, just before we go, for people who are considering how they would apply this while having a team, is it possible to outsource the function? And if so, how would you do it? Yeah, regarding the social listening, tracking keywords and responding to conversations, I have found that some people use Gummy Search in that way. They they go ahead and they find their target audience. They find all the relevant subreddits, which only really takes a couple minutes, really. And then they set up the keywords that they know that they should be tracking. Maybe they respond to a few of them initially and then eventually hire a VA or hire or have someone on their team respond to them. So it is it is possible. And I, and I am actually going to be working on a team plan soon that makes this even easier to collaborate around the conversations happening in online communities. But yeah, to answer your question, it is possible to do as a team. I think that the important thing just to know is who's your customer and what kinds of things could they be talking about that are relevant to to you? Because Reddit's a huge place. As I mentioned, hundreds of thousands of active communities, 50 million people visit every single day. I don't even know how many new submissions and, and, and comments happen every single day. There's a lot to it. You don't want to be reading it all. But if you can find the conversations that are the most relevant to your business, then it can actually be a really efficient process to, to contribute and, and interact with them. Yeah, fantastic. Great stuff. All right. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Before we go, how can people learn more about you and Gummy Search? Thanks again for having me, Benjamin. It was a good talk about Reddit. It's, it's nice, to, nice to dive in and to speak to someone that understands the complexities of Reddit. And, and hopefully your listeners are maybe open to trying Reddit, uh, open to diving back in, open to exploring it. If you want to, for anyone listening, if you want to check out Gummy Search, it's, it's free to try. And it just takes a couple minutes to find your target audience, find all the relevant subreddits and to, and to jump in. So you go to gummysearch.com, go ahead and claim your free trial. I also have a blog with a lot of the different use cases broken out. So everything that I mentioned there about ideating, about validating, about finding customers, about, you know, doing research on your, on your uh, communities to figure out what kind of content resonates. I have all that written up. So if there's something that that you would like to achieve with Gummy Search, I most likely have it. So go ahead and, and check it out. And if there's something missing, you can you can find me on on Twitter at FolioFed and you know hit me up. We can talk about it. I also share the journey of building Gummy Search in public. It's been about a year and it's been it's been a fantastic ride and I've enjoyed sharing that process with others. So feel free to to get in touch if you want to talk more. Fantastic fit. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ben. Thank you.